Wherever you are, just lift up your hands toward heaven. In case you are holding your device with one hand, you lift one hand to the heavens. Blessed be the Holy Spirit. Blessed be God. 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 Oh, yes. 
seals upon my heart. I live for the one I love. Father, we bless you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your kindness. Your overwhelming presence in our midst. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Le romakero sara sheko brangas. Meloni morenge sega kraska toga lena mara. Brando kovagere sendro kapani no shegare saronae. Brenda lora mandala sonte le braka palabroska. Ropuskuri beria sata kale moshe ebreso tekeba. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. One amazing thing, last week when the panel talked about how to use your lockdown. Hmm. If you know what other people are doing, I was just wondering, um, someone's status, and the person wrote, this is the fourth book I'm reading this week. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Let it be that in the road to your destiny, let it be that it was God who mafiaed you. Let it be that it was God who mafiaed you. But that our individual effort that is required of us never falls short because you cannot hold anybody responsible. Someone said, This, uh, like uh, a Nigerian was saying, now so did they take past people. Another one is by this Sunday morning, someone I know, you know. Who said, he was always telling me, I take inspiration from you, say, inspiration, because I inspired him to start long hours of prayers. By this morning, this young man has done 30 hours of prayer, non-stop. Started Friday night. I was there when he started. When he did six, six over 30, eight over 30. Now we start time. Eight over 30, 10 over 30, 20 over 30. 30 strong hours of non-stop prayer. And the guy said he's going for 36 hours. You see, so... You are sitting down, locked down, locked down. You have locked your leg on your... Okay. I tell you something. The time of sowing, the farmer who is not sowing, he still looks the same like the farmer who is sowing. Because at the beginning of sowing, they all look the same. Give them time. You will see... You know, so this, this next week, if you are a fresh member in church, you understand? You've not been a Christian for long, one month, two weeks... Let 10 hours a week be your, 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 your hallmark. At least. At least 10 hours this week. And for the Obongis, I've told you what somebody has done. I am dangerously provoked. You know, I was the first one who told him that, oh, I did 24 hours. He said, say, ah, say. I told him I did 47 hours. He said, say. So he just said, I'm doing 30 hours. I saw it, I said, 30 hours? By this morning. I asked him, didn't you sleep? He said, I didn't sleep. And I know that thing. When you are determined to do it. And you know, there's something about it. say, oh, it's not really about um, uh, long hours of prayers. When I pray, God hears me. You know, that's where you miss it. I said, let it be that when you didn't do well in life, let it be that it was God who denied you. But that your part to be played you have to be able to stand before God and say, God, tell me what I did not do.
Remember what I said in Lagos. And Saul was head and shoulders above everyone in Israel. So before the anointing can even come on Saul, he had a physical requirement that was met. He had the requirement of a king. It was met. So even before anointing came on the guy, his height passed him. So sometimes it is the input that we also make. Daniel chapter 6. I'll read that scripture again. I, I, I read this scripture over and over. Um, you know, it says, There's a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Then the days of thy father, light and wisdom and understanding was found in him. <laughs> that means there was a criteria that Daniel met. The book of Daniel. Chapter 5. Daniel chapter 5. Verse 11. His requirements. Look at it. He says, There's a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the Holy Ghost, and the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods. <laughs> was found in him. Whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. Verse 12. He says, For as much as an excellent spirit, and knowledge, and understanding, interpreting of dreams, and showing of heart center, and disorder. Let me tell you something. When I remember what the, the young man did, you know, it's not like I have not prayed that a, a, a number of hours before, but I was inspired. You see, these things inspire me. I was inspired. And that is how I actually grew up serving God. I actually grew up like this. When I am in my house and I see any of my friends praying on the park because where I used to live and uh, the GCB car park was right. When I ever hear that they are praying, I can't sleep. Ah, what if God is sharing something that night? <laughs> I can't sleep. So this week, if you can't do it at a stretch, divide it in the week. The value is the same. If you cannot say 30, I'm also going to go 30. Then discipline. Then discipline. Then discipline. Let me not say anything about TikTok. Let me not say anything. Let me not say anything. Let me not say anything. There's nothing wrong with it. But you can say, I don't think any of my church members who have been listening to me will ever say, I'm bored, I'm bored. Really? You are bored? There are books. There's not, you, you, you know nothing. <laughs> you know nothing. Wake up. You know nothing. Wake up. Aside of Christian literature, there are many things you can learn. There are so many things you can learn. There are so many things. I have, I have taken courses. Sometimes I talk about things and people say, hey, how do you know this? You don't do this. How do you know this? How do you know this? 
And where did I learn it? Internet. The same internet that some people are using to do this thing. TikTok. The same internet. I don't have a problem with TikTok. I don't have a problem. Especially if you are using it to win souls. If you are sure, that's the reason. A, a child of God, a priest of God. If I'm shaking your table, just know that I love you. Because there are, there are certain things that should excite you. You see, there are things that, that should excite you. Kingdom expansion should excite you. You know, we've been on um, the, the, the topic kingdom order. And uh, I, I, I'm taking off on, on that topic. By God's grace, I'm sure we can be able to learn some mysteries today that will be able to. And on the first day, I, I, I started with um, priest, the, the priesthood. That it was the first. It is the first. It is first. Now, let me, let me uh, give you a principle when you are studying the Bible. Yes, I was listening to Pastor Benny, Pastor Benny Hinn. He said something. He said, you can finish the Bible earlier when you study it thought after thought instead of book after book. And I understand what he's trying to say. Like uh, Genesis chapter 1 to Genesis chapter 11 is a thought. And new things started with Abraham. So that's also another set of thoughts. So when you learn it thought after thought, you finish the Bible early. And, and um, I understood it. There's one principle I want to teach you when you are studying the Bible, all right? Now, we are going to mysteries more than just normal pick Bible and readers on it now. If you want to understand what a book is made up of, now remember I said in the kingdom order, we are looking at the law of the first. Romans chapter 11 verse 16. Romans chapter 11 verse 16. We are looking at the law of the first. For if the first fruit be holy, the lamp also is holy. If the roots be holy, so are the branches. If the first fruit is holy, the lamp also is holy. If the first fruit is holy, the lamp also That means in the kingdom order, when you settle the first, you have the rest. If the first fruit be holy, the lamp is also holy. The lamp is also holy. The first principle that you use to know what a book is made of is what the book starts talking about is what the book is about. It's a mystery. For example, you see the book of Genesis in the beginning, God. That means that that book is about beginnings. And in the book of Genesis, you will see the beginning of marriage. You see the beginning of childbirth, the beginning of uh, terrorism, the the, the beginning of everything can be traced into the book of Genesis. It's about about beginnings. When you go to the book of Exodus, let me show you Exodus chapter 1. You will see what Exodus is about from Exodus chapter 1. chapter 1. Now these are the names of the children of Israel which came into Egypt. Every man in his household with Jacob. Now, over here he starts um, talking about uh, people. Now it's a, he's, he's mentioning names. So we can skip that. Even if we don't want to skip that, you see over there said, now these are the names of the children of Israel which came into Egypt. That is talking about movement. Now, after he mentioned the names in verse 5, look at verse 5. He said, all the souls that came out of the loins of Jacob. So, that book is about coming out. So, Exodus is about coming out. It's like coming out. Begin, um, 
Genesis is about the beginning of everything. Exodus is about a movement. So the book of Exodus is all about a movement. Let's go to Leviticus. I'll, end, I'll finish with Leviticus so that um, we can go on to other things. Leviticus chapter 1. And the Lord said, called unto Moses and spake to him out of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, If any man of you bring an offering unto the Lord, ye shall bring an offering of the cattle, even of the head and of the flock. What's he talking about over here? Over here, God is referring to Moses on priesthood. Because when you look at verse 1, he says, And the Lord comes to Moses and spake out of the out of the tabernacle unto the congregation saying, That's priesthood. That's priesthood. So Leviticus means holy living. That means that book was just for priests. It was about priesthood. So you will see every book and how it begins. When you go to the, uh, uh, the book of uh, the New Testament books as well, you will see Matthew. Matthew started tracing Jesus Christ. Look at, let's go to Matthew. So, where is the key to every, every book? The key is at the door. You know what the book is about at, with what it begins with and what it ends with. Now, while we are talking about kingdom order, I'll talk about the law of the last. We've not come there yet. We are still on the law of the first. Because it says, if the first fruit be holy, the lamp is holy. Then it said, if also the root be holy. So there's also the law of the last. Matthew. And the, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David. What is he talking about? Kingship. So Matthew covered a lot. Kingdom of heaven, kingdom of heaven, kingdom of heaven. Kingship. Now, I want to take you to the book of Luke because we are looking at kingdom order. Kingdom order. I want um, the NIV. Do you have the NIV? Give me the NIV of, of the book of Luke. Let's look at something. All right. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us. Just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. Therefore, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seemed good also to me to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus. He said, you see, he said, it, it, I took it upon myself. Let's go verse 3. He said, therefore, I, uh, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seemed good also to me to write an orderly account. That means what was written in the book of Luke is an orderly account. So we have to pay attention to the book of Luke. He said, what is writing here is an orderly account. So we should be able to see the kingdom order from Luke. We should be able to trace the kingdom order from Luke because he wrote an orderly account. Matthew probably just wrote, um, Mark or, uh, probably just wrote, but Luke said, it seemed good to me, he said, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, verse 4. He says, therefore, he says, so that you may know the certainty of the things which have been taught. So let's look at the orderly account. How does it start? Verse 5. NIV, verse 5. In the time of Herod, the king of Judea, there was a priest. 
So, Luke begins with a priest. That's why I told you, I said, priesthood begins first. Let me show you something in the book of Timothy. First Timothy chapter 2. Verse 1. I urge that first of all, remember what I said about the priest. The priest speak the language of God. One of the first things the priest do is prayer. So, Paul is saying over here, saying to Timothy, he said, I urge that first of all, before we even do anything, he said, I urge that first of all, that requests, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for everyone. Now, this is the work of the priest. In the Old Testament, this was the work of the priest. Because, you see, in the New Testament, there was no stated job of the priest. Paul gave us a revelation of the apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers. But he didn't really talk about the priests and the order of the temple. So when it comes to the matters that have to do with serving God, the truth is that we have to refer to the old covenant. We have to refer to the ministerial ethics of the old covenant in a sense. Because if Jesus Christ said he has made us priests and kings, there is no manual of priesthood in the New Testament. So it will have to go through the Old Testament way of priesthood. So we have not stopped giving sacrifices, but right now we say that our sacrifice is the cows of our lips. It's the cows of our lips. So instead of us slaughtering a goat, the Bible says that now when we begin to lift our hand and begin to make confessions unto his name, that is the cows of our lips. So it's no longer we are offering cows, we are now offering the cows of of our lips. So the module really has not changed. So he said, I add that first of all, so the law of the first, in, in, in every man's life, one of the first things that he's supposed to establish in his life is priesthood. And priesthood means that in anything that comes into a man's way, the first thing he's supposed to resort to is not human wisdom, but he's supposed to respond in a priestly way. And the priestly way is first of all, the law of the first. Don't put God in the background of your life. Don't relegate God into the background of your life. You have to give God first. Because he said, if the first fruit be holy, the lamp also is holy. That's what Jesus Christ said. He said, uh, seek ye first. You see, God cares about what comes first. Make sure you're listening. God cares about what comes first. So people think uh, you can just, you know, your, your life as a Christian, you can just do anything anyhow and just pray and God will know. No, remember Elijah when he wanted to call fire. I, I preached this um, at the... At, at the um, pneumatica nights. I said, when Elijah wanted to call fire, he arranged 12 stones. So by the time I'm done with this message on the law of the first, you will see all the, 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 the things that are first, that the Bible mentions that are first, are 12. Two weeks ago, we, we dealt with prayer. Then last week, we did it. Teaching. Teaching. That means the accurate knowledge of the word of God. The accurate division of the word of God. He said the priests are supposed to tell the people what is holy and what is common. That means the priest must first know it. You see, as a child of God, aside you reading the scriptures, you have to pay attention to your inside. You have to pay attention to your inside because the Holy Ghost teaches us on the inside. See, as a priest of God, the Holy Ghost teaches on the inside. There are certain things that if you come into a certain terrain and they try to say, oh, as a Christian, oh, don't worry, you can do this, you can do that. Listen inside, listen inside. And when you get to that, that place of your life or that space in your life where the, the, your inside 
alright, cannot guide you well or properly by the Holy Ghost, just know that you are in trouble. Because the true hallmark of a child of God is conviction of the Holy Ghost. A conviction of the Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost has stopped reprimanding you on things, just know that you have entered into Genesis 6. What's Genesis 6? My spirit shall not strive with man. What, what does it mean? It means the Holy Ghost has been trying to get your attention now. He has just left the matter. So the Bible talks about people whose conscience have been seared with iron. The Holy Ghost cannot tell them that what you are doing is wrong. They have no sorrow for, for, for sin. They have no sorrow for the wrong things. When they do the, the wrong thing, they can even get a scripture to support it. The law of the first. Priesthood begins it. Priesthood begins it. Priesthood. He said, I heard that first of all, first of all. So when we wake up in the morning, if we are to understand priesthood very well, we wake up in the morning, the first thing is first of all. Prayers and requests. Go there again. He said, I exhort. King James says, go, go to King James. Go to King James. He said, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and give no thanks be made for ourselves. Is that what you are seeing there? You see, that Christianity, you see, that's one of the reasons for the weakness of many of God's people. The weakness of God's people. Now today, there's a pandemic and we need to be interceding, but we don't have, we don't have grounded intercession. Because that's something we do. When you, if God ever takes you to a church that they are praying and he ever opens their mind to you to know what they are praying about, you will go home crying. They open the first one, marriage. Scholarship. Let my boyfriend come back to me. When you think I'm lying, I'm a pastor, so I hear things. So, someone came to tell me that. Pastor, please pray so that he will come back. Ha-ha! I'm not a herbalist. What's the difference between me and a witch? No, what's the difference between me and a witch? If someone who says he's going, I should now go and do something to his head. Like, I'm, me and, and a fetish priest are the same. If he says he's going, let him go. You'd rather do what? First of all, intercessions for all men. Intercessions for all men. When you wake up in the morning, Father, I thank you for the president of Ghana. It doesn't matter where party in which you are. God said, first of all, he said, he said, be made for all men. So, Father, I thank you for this area. Thank you. You know, this is the reason why we have so many people in church, yet the, 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 the life of God and the life of Christ is not translated into our communities. Why? Because, you, you know, you, 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 you actually, spiritually, you see, it says that, Whatsoever a man shows, that's why he also reaps. You see, in an area, if you live in an area, okay, you live in a, in a terrain, and you have not invested spiritually into the terrain, you can never have authority in the terrain. I remember very well when I was living in Adabaka. Those are when I used to live there. You know, when I got born again, always I would see the weed smokers passing there, the prostitute passing there, and every time I'll be walking past. And God was telling me, he said, you will walk past this place and go to church. God said, God said to me, he said, 
you are not any different from the story of the good Samaritan. The priest will leave the man who is suffering and say, I'm going to church. We will walk past our areas that they are bad people and we will go to church. And we go to church and we close and we still come back and walk through that area home. Our Christianity is very questionable. Are we the light of the church? There's already light in the church. The Bible is the light of the church. That word is a lamp unto my light unto my path. So the Bible is already the light of the church. So we don't need another light. Like for example, someone said, if we go to heaven, you know, there's no night in heaven. Why? Because God is already light. It's like putting on touch light in the sun. You know, you, we don't need you. We don't need you. So when we come to church, it, your tongue speaking, we don't need it in church. Can I ask Shalimantos? The tongue speaking, what we do in church, the speaking tongue we do in church, it's trailer. It's trailer. That 10 minutes, that's not what we need. We want you to now take, you know, we, we don't speak in tongues for speaking in tongues sake. We want you to now take that life into a territory and conquer it for Jesus. We are in a war, a holy war of love. I urge that first of all. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. You know, let me tell you something. I always, I learned that principle. And all the people who work with me know that principle. If I want to even go and take a place of 20 people, I, I don't care, pray for three days. When we went for ITPLC, Pastor Chris said, he said, before they go and take over a school, they do what is called air bombardment. Man, nobody taught me this. But I knew that until I take it on my knees, I cannot take it in real life. Some of you need to go on your knees. First of all, intercessions. Some of you need to go on your knees for your areas. Some of you need to go on your knees for your schools. Let's go on your knees. On your knees. Something like three days. Back I will play concern because there were prostitutes everywhere, we smokers everywhere. But I'll be walking to that place and go to church. I'll wear my suit. And at that point in time, they started mocking, hey, pastori, pastori. And I'll just walk through and I, just, I thought they were persecuting me. No, I was supposed to send the light to them. And you know the thing about people, you know, people start laughing at you when they discover that, you know, they want to be like you and there's no way to be like you. So they would rather want to mock you so that you become like them. You see, there's no middle ground. <laughs> there's no middle ground nobody is playing neutral here you are either being won or you are winning when you watch TV what do you think they are doing to you they are indoctrinating you they are trying to let you think like them so you are either winning or you are being won some of you used to dress nicely without showing your breast but because you saw it somebody doing it now you have to show it so that you can belong. Why don't you start preaching a new message that nudity is not beauty? Nice. Look beautiful. Don't only be happy when you are you are you are you know sexually objectified. I know a, a, a young lady, very, very proactive young lady. She says she is hurt when you call her sexy. She's hurt. And she's a boss of her company. 
He said she's, she's hurt when you call her sex. And it's all you can see is sex plus Y. I think I'm preaching today. The law of the first. Sobrenda kovandi la pakosa palindas. Boshki farantas kilanko palude. And the second one we talked about was that uh, the, the priest should be able to teach. And I love the first. Accurate division of the, the scriptures. You know the, the great thing about we being Christians? When the Bible says we are priests, let me tell you what Paul said. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. This is big. 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 La bonne qui saïch. Kakundam belo safale. He said, let a man so account of us. Do you know what he's saying? He says, when people look at us, if they remember your TikTok and your Instagram before you, you have failed it. Say, let the man so account of us. That means when they take an account of us, what do they see? When people talk to you for the first time, second time, third time, ah, they should have known that you come from somewhere. He said, let the man so account of us. He said, anyone who comes close to us, he said, let them account of us. He said, as ministers of Christ, then the part, the, the part that blows my mind is, and stewards, of the mysteries of God. That means we are, we are, he said, that means we are holders of the mysteries of God. Anything that God finds as, and men find as mysterious about God, we are still lots of it. That is why I'm not afraid to talk to any atheist. I'm not afraid to talk to anybody because I am a steward of the mysteries of God. Or you can ask me any question about God, I'll answer you. But one time, one guy was asking me on Twitter. He was saying, why can't God come and answer for himself? Because he was asking, I said, you can ask me any question about God and answer you. He said, why can't God come and answer for himself? I said, he doesn't have to answer for himself. I'm a steward of the mystery of God. You cannot say you don't understand God. I am a steward of the mysteries of God. Anything you call mysterious about God, I have enough information. Someone asked me, where does God live? That's easy. They are. Have you gone there before? Do I need to go there first? Don't you believe that there's, there's Jupiter? Have you seen Jupiter? Some of you have not even seen intestines before. And when you're, as you're walking there, do you feel intestines inside you? <laughs> you don't even feel intestines inside you. But what? It was thought. You understand? It, it, was, a, it was thought. So we are stewards of the mysteries of God. A priest is a steward of the mystery of God. You know, when you go into the Ark of the Covenant, inside the Ark of the Covenant was the, was the, was the manna, the pot of manna, and also there was the, 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 the book. The word of God was inside the Ark of the Covenant.
You see, so what men will look at as with God is mysterious. Men say, this is mysterious with God. This is mysterious. He said, we are stewards of it. We are stewards of it. We are keepers. You see, we are keepers. That's why I told myself, look, in this kingdom, we are not, we are not people who, who, like for example, I'm a steward of God's finances. No, it's one realm to think, hey, I've given to God. Hey, I've given. If you feel like you have given, it's one realm. There's also another realm where you know that it's not like I'm giving something that belongs to me to God. <laughs> I'm I'm a steward, I'm keeping it for God. <laughs> so before I landed here, this thing is being it belongs to God, even though the money is in my account. I remember something I heard by, by one, one governor of the heaven one time. He said, my money is not my money. It is spirit money. Very rich woman. He said, it is spirit money. So anytime spirit calls for it, I give it to you. See what's on the mysteries of God. See what's on the mysteries of God. Lift your hand and pray in the spirit. This week, listen, this week, the Holy Ghost will reveal to you. He will reveal the word of God to you this week. The Holy Ghost will reveal the word of God to you this week. Then become and steal all the mysteries of God. This week. While you are reading the scriptures, things will be opening up to you because it happens to me. It happens to me. It happens to me. So that while I'm praying in tongues, the Holy Ghost will be dropping thoughts. As he drops the thoughts, I'll be writing them down and I'll be checking. Is this true? Is this true? Yeah. They realize that it's this true. Yeah. That's the Holy Ghost. He's a teacher. He's a teacher of the mysteries of God. So that's why he called that. We said, let a man so account of us. They shouldn't account of us as, as comedians. There's no account of that as sexy. No. Let men fall in love with God before they fall in love with your body. You might be a guy who has gym and has a lot of, you know, let them, let, listen, they can see your body and they say, oh wow, fine guy. When they come close to you, let them feel God. Let them feel God. Stewards of the mysteries of God. The law of the first. So we've talked about prayer. We've talked about teaching the word of God. The third one I'll talk about the law of the first. Ephesians chapter 2. Sorry, Revelation chapter 2. Verse 1. 
Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, This thing said he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are ill. And thou hast tried them which say the apostles and are not. Now, hold on. Let's start from verse 2 again. I know thy works. Put it down. Thy works. Then it says, and thy labor. What's the difference between works and labor? Another time we'll talk about it. I know thy works. Thy works is thy fruits. Alright? And thy labor. The hard work you put into your, 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 the, what you do. That means these guys were hard workers. Number one, they had results. Hmm. Number one, they had results. Then number two, it was on record that they worked hard for their results. And thy patience. I mean, these guys, their faith is is, is perfect. No, because faith works with patience. That means these guys, their faith is perfect. That means they are able to, you know, other versions say they are long-suffering. They are long-suffering. They are long-suffering. Other versions say your endurance. Can you show me, can you give me the NIV of, of verse 2? Verse NIV. Give me the NLT. I want something that will. Okay, verse 2. Good. I know all the things you do. I have seen your hard work. And your patient endurance. The first one says, I know all the things you do. Can you imagine Jesus saying, I know all the things you do? That looks like some big thing, right? I know all the things you do. And he says, I have seen your hard work. So winning, going up and down. I have seen your hard work. Then he says, and your patient endurance. Patient endurance. I know you don't tolerate evil people. Wow. When you see people who are walking evil ways, you don't tolerate it. You don't tolerate the house of God. That means you are prim and proper. You are perfectionist with God. You have examined the claims of those who say they are apostles but are not. What are you have discernment. I mean, these guys are sharp, very discerning. You have discovered they are lies. I, I ask myself, can it get better than this? I mean, this thing looks like this is a perfect church. It cannot get better than this. I mean, they're hardworking, they have results. When you come, the church is packed out. You see the ushers moving up and down. You see the choir moving up and down. The choir is rehearsing. I know your hard work and your patient endurance. That means you have endured many things. As an usher, you are probably ushering and somebody says, Oh, Fribisuko. Oh, get out of the hill. You say, Oh, God bless you. Patient endurance. You are working hard in church. Your choir leader 
one day say, hey, you are not serious. And you felt so hurt by saying, to God be the glory, I'm serving the house of God. Patient endurance. I mean, these guys, you cannot say they are bad. They are like a perfect model of a good church. I know you don't tolerate evil people. I mean, you put, you know, they call a spade, a spade. They put what should be here, they put it there. He said, he looked at all those things and says, you have examined the claims of those that say apostles, but are not. He said, you have discovered their lies. Verse 3. You have patiently suffered for me without quitting. I think we should clap for this church. Wherever you are, I think we should clap for this church. He said, you have patiently suffered for me without quitting. I, I think this church, that's it. What like, Lord? What, what again? That's it. So you're perfectly suffering for me. That these guys were suffering for Jesus and they didn't quit. They, 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 I don't think this church has a problem. I'll be fine with this. You have patiently suffered for me without quitting. You have no, they, they are no hard workers. I think this church, that is it. If we organize church awards, Ephesus Church, that is it. Verse 1 said to the message, to the message of the church in Ephesus. I mean, this Ephesus Church, Church Awards, the winner of church awards is Ephesus. Church honest. I mean, today we even have Christians that they say they, say they prayed something from God. God didn't bring it and so they've stopped. But this guy said they patiently, they patiently suffered for me without quitting. What does this show? It shows that as a Christian, it is a requirement to patiently suffer for God. You know, we don't preach these things again. We don't preach this. Oh, everything will be cool. Everything will be cool. When you pray, oh, everything will be cool. Sometimes your badge of honor is what you have gone through for the Lord. Now they said churches wouldn't come out. You didn't have service. And we are cooperating because it's because of, of the, the, the pandemic. What if they come tomorrow and say nobody should pray again? Like they catch you pray in your house. Or they send police around that. They are arresting all Christians. That's some of you, they arrest you. Hey! I'm a Shintoist. Some of you arrest and say, I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. I think our Christianity, we need to concentrate again. I think it's a quite diluted. It's diluted. Because I know many Christians that if they bring a knife today right now, deny Jesus Christ. Say, so well, I, I never knew him from anywhere. Jesus. This is a guy who caused trouble. I don't know him. And when they leave, they say, oh, Jesus, forgive me. No, no, no. 
you have lost the badge of honor. When you deny Jesus, you have lost the badge of honor. Because in heaven, a smooth skin is not a sign of faith. In heaven, scars, they are the sign of faith. Scars are the sign of faith. There's no person, right? There's no person who, who will ever be honorable before God without going through anything for God. So this church is a very good church. You have endured and suffered because of my name, yet you have not grown weary. Go back to King James. Verse 4. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee. God, what are you looking for? Ah, God, you are the one who says these guys have results. You said these guys are hardworking. You said these guys have endurance. You said they cannot tolerate evil. You said they have gift of the spirit. They are discerning. They found those who are not apostles and said they are lies. And he says, they have endured and they have suffered for you without quitting. But Jesus, why are you, why are you doing this? He said, nevertheless, I have something against you. Eh? Eh? Despite the results. Eh? Despite the hard work. He said, I still have something against you. Nevertheless, I have someone against thee. Is that because thou hast left thy first? I'll show you something at verse 5. Go to verse 5. Is that remember therefore from whence thou art fallen? Ah! The case of results, he said, you are fallen. Why? Because of the principle. If the first fruit be holy, the lamp is also holy. So if the first fruit is corrupted, the lamp is also corrupted. So it corrupted their hard work, their labor, their suffering, their patience. It corrupted everything. The, the, oh, he said, remember therefore from whence thou art fallen. How do you call this falling? These guys have resort. These guys go for sowing. They pack out everywhere. They have three services. But you said they are falling. Three service with overflow. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we need to keep an eye on our Christianity. We need to keep an eye on our work with God. These are churches. These are churches that had first-hand experience with the apostles. This is not any cheap Christianity. Let me show you something in the book of Jude. Melofi guess they say. Preach it to the caraman to say. Hmm. Verse 2. Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved. When I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to, to write unto you and exhort you that you sh- ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. 
earnestly contend for the faith. Now, let me show you something now. Why is he writing this? Because at the time he's he's writing it, the bar has fallen. He said, contend for the faith which was once delivered. That means the people he's writing to, he has realized that the bar has fallen. Now, if at that time the bar had fallen, imagine our times. They talk about martyrs. They talk about people who died because of the name of Jesus. I look at the church of Jesus Christ today and I think if they... Because when you go on, when you go on, um, on social media, that's when you see Christian. I'm a Christian too, but I don't think churches should meet. I'm a Christian too. I'm a Christian too. Those kind of Christians, they are the reason for that scripture. I'm a Christian too, but we should ban all pastors. Hey! Even Jesus said, we should not separate the wheat from the tail. Because he said, when you try to do it, you clear the good ones. So you cannot say that all churches should suffer this or suffer that. Because they are good ones. And Jesus said, when you try to clear the bad ones, you will clear the good ones. So Jesus Christ said, the best remedy for this thing is allow all of them to grow. Because when they are both young, they look the same. Allow them to grow. When they grow, you will know. He said, by their fruits, you shall know them. By the time the weeds are showing weeds and the, and the um, real, real uh, trees are showing real fruits, you will know the difference. Listen, gentlemen, I'm not interested by being liked by everybody because I've realized that it is now fruitless. There are, there are pastors who have been held in this country when they made one mistake, everybody descended on them. So if you make man your, your yardstick for being for pleasing God you, you, you will just get running stomach hypertension no, I'm not interested by me I'm interested in pleasing God I'm interested in, in pleasing God yes I'm interested I'm ple- in pleasing God doesn't matter who insults me for whatever no it's, after all it's just a phone and data you have can do nothing John the Baptist said he said, he said fear the one who can touch your, 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 your body and touch your soul too? Or fear anybody? That's why people, they can, all they can attack is attack you on, on social media. They, if, on, in real life, they cannot meet you and say what they are saying. You cannot say it. What do you mean? If I didn't go to school to pay me, I'm telling you. If I didn't go to school, because the way some people talk on social media, if I didn't go to school to pay me, to data is very cheap. Anybody can say what he wants. Guys, always be interested in what does God think about this? Because it's only God who matters. What does God think about what I'm saying? What does God think about what I'm writing? I love our man of God, Pastor Chris. Throughout this week, he was calling out names. Not afraid of anybody. Whether what he says is correct or not, I, I, I like the boldness. The boldness alone is enough. The boldness alone is enough. To stand there and say, say I mean, that God takes boldness too. He's not interested in what anybody thinks about anything. Ladies and gentlemen, endlessly contend for the feet, which was once delivered. The first one, the first one, the fresh one. Go back to the book of um, Revelations, chapter 2. 
this week we'll pray like never before. This week we'll study like never before. Now, nobody's going to put, you know, for example, those who are on the church page and those are, we sometimes put, oh, two, uh, one over two, two over two. No, this week we are not doing it. If you pray, sleep. You know what the Bible says? He said, they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Let me explain what that scripture means. I want to be two of you to come here. Let's go there. Let me show you something. Let me show you what that scripture means. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as he goes. And not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. So we wait, so we wait. You know, in the in, 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 in the um, in the physical, right? There is a uh, technology, and technology is supposed to do what? Make things faster, right? Technology makes things faster. So compare cooking rice in a pot to cooking in the rice cooker. Which one is faster? Rice cooker is faster, right? Am I right? Yeah, I told you I'm a chef. This week I've been cooking, you know. It's not like I have a choice. <laughs> Lockdown has brought out my talent. <laughs> now, these two guys, physically, when we say they are going to run, when we say they are going to run, say physically, if we say, on your mark, ready, set, go. Let's say you take the lead. Take the lead. Who is going to win that race? Who is more likely to win that race? The one who took the lead. Alright? So physically, that is the case. Okay, come back. So, as they were going on the, on, the, on the race, this guy took off. If he took off five minutes before you, it's going to be very hard. You will need some extra ability. You understand? So God says, He makes up, alright? He makes up a, a, a system. Alright? He puts in a system so that you can apply a spiritual technology. Alright, so this guy takes the lead. Go. Stand there. God says, now let's say this guy has taken the lead. God says, if you want to pass him, don't go physically. Because if you go like this, you can never catch up with him because he has already taken the lead. What do you do? Wait. That means go back to where you are coming from. Then you go back there. Go. You go back there. This guy, is that? Then you may want to say, God, this guy is going. God said, don't worry, stay here. God says, oh, God says, Stay here. Then you are saying, God, he is going. He will leave me behind. God says, stay here. He will leave me behind. He says, stay here. He will leave me behind. He says, stay here. Then God says, oh, happy. What this guy is going. God says, I know you're a human being. I'm a human being. You will get tired. God says, I know you're a human being. You get tired. So he says, while he's getting tired, he says, then you will mount up with wings. So you don't have to go the way he went. You will mount up with wings. So while he's running, you don't have to run with him. You will mount up with wings. That is the spiritual technology. That is the spiritual technology. Is that when they are running, don't try to run with them. You wait on the Lord. When they are running, stay with God. When they are running, be praying.
we have a program, anytime we have a program that we expect a lot of people, you see that at the time you expect us to be doing publicity, we are not doing it. We'll be praying. At the time we have we will be praying. Why? We are gaining time. It's a spiritual technology. Thank you. Hey, because they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with wings as he goes, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. So we wait, so we wait on thee. Cause they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as he goes. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So we wait. So we wait. So it is not who starts first. Chapter 2. Verse 4. See, nevertheless, I have someone against you. The criteria that God gave about this church. I wasn't expecting this kind of remark. I wasn't expecting this kind of remark. Nevertheless, I have someone against thee. I wasn't expecting this at all. I was expecting that. You say, because of results, come for seven stars. Come for 12 stars. You are my guys. Say no. There's something, there's a, there's, a, there's a problem I have with you. And the problem looks small, but it's big. Why? So, verse 5. It says, remember therefore from whence thou art falling. You see, sometimes in your work with God, you can have results, but God says you are falling. That's happened to this church. Big church. Great results. He said, but they are falling. And you see, when you fall, you will never know because the results will be showing and you think that God is pleased with you. See, when you pray, God tells you, I will use you. I will use you. I will use you. 
it doesn't mean you are you have a right standing with God because God doesn't use us because of how good we are. God uses us for his work's sake. Sometimes go before the presence of God. I, I do this once in a while. God, do you have any issue with me? And stay there. Stay there. One, two, three days. You bring out all the issues. You bring out the issues. I remember 2009. You know, a lot of time I refer to 2009 a lot. It was one of the years that God did a lot of surgery on me. I woke up at midnight. God said, start reading 1 Kings and 2 Kings. I started reading. I read 1 Kings and 2 Kings in two days. Wow. And I saw how great kings fell. And I saw the things that made them fall. And God was telling me, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. He says, remember. So, from, from time to time, I do a heart check. From time to time, I do a heart check. Because you can be still producing results and God says you are falling. You see, the bar is very high. The stakes are very high. And God's criteria of marking, the marking scheme is very, very interesting. Very, very dicey. So he says, remember from whence thou art fallen. Verse 4. Verse 4. Nevertheless, I have someone there. He said, because thou hast left thy first love. Now, what does it mean to say first love? First. The law of the first. You see, first love is the ever-concentrated love. It is also called the innocent love. What did Jesus Christ say? He said, allow the little children to come to me. He said, for such as this is the kingdom of heaven. Those children are in what we call their first. Whatever you tell a child is what he's going to believe until you tell him something else. You tell a child that his father is called Dada. That is what's going to He didn't come with any information about what his father is called. He didn't come with any information about what, what his mother is called until you say mama. He didn't come with any other information. This is what he knows. He knows dada. He knows mama. Because that is what he was taught. He knows human beings walk. He can't think any other thing. So, it is that innocent love. You know, a lot of the time, this kind of uh, message, those who preach should hear it. Because we are at risk more. Oh, remember when you came to church? Remember when you came to church? When they preach. Hot! You love it! You just stand up. Yay! You know, someone asked me a question. Now, the person said, the day Pastor Bildu came to Epo City, he said, I was behaving like a child. That's what the person told me. He said, you behave like a child who has seen his, his father. I've not seen his father in a long time. I said, yes! That is it. Yes, because I remember those times. You know, when you start preaching, all right, the more you preach, the more difficult it is for you to sit and are preaching. <laughs> the more you preach, the more difficult it is for you to sit and are preaching. So, I sat down there and I remember those times. I remember those, those times that pastor was preaching and we didn't know what he was saying and we just learned for the first time. Yeah! We'll lift our hand. Yeah! We'll but now, you can become a professional. Now, some of you, you already know how Pastor Enoch will start the, the message now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. They know, oh, Pastor Enoch. Oh, they come to church and say, oh, opening prayer. After opening prayer, oh, Rhapsody. Stand and I'll take Rhapsody. Don't worry. I don't know why Pastor always is calling Stan and I to take Rhapsody, but, you know, we have to be careful in this church. Worship. Patrick, Patrick, Patrick will take worship. And after, Becca, Becca will come. I know, I know. They know the lineup, they know the first 11. And now they've, they've studied Pastor's message now. Matters of the spirits. Spiritual sagacity. Growing in the spirit. Spiritual legality. So they'll say, listen, Pastor will preach another message. It's called spiritual. They would now guess the messages now. They now know, oh, no, we know Pastor. He will start it. Oh, he said, series, series. Pastor will do series. You know? I'm not coming to church today. Record it for me. Record it for me. Send me notes. Send me notes. I'm not coming today. Today, I don't feel like I'm waiting on the Lord. Ha! Listen, first love is maintain your innocence. Maintain your innocence. First love, maintain your innocence. Deliberately, maintain your innocence. You know, it, it, it used to happen to me sometimes. I realized that Pastor Chris will be preaching, and I already know Romans chapter 12. And I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that you uh, present your bodies a, a living sacrifice. I can cut it off head. Ah. So one time, Pastor Chris was preaching a message, and I was listening to the message. Then he said, Open to Romans chapter 12. I'm like, Ah, Pastor Chris, I can't even mention that scripture. This scripture that we all know. Holy Ghost says, Shut up. The Holy Ghost says, Shut up. Listen. The Holy Ghost told me how to listen to a message that I already know. He said, behave like you don't know it. How can I behave like I don't, know, I, I don't know it when I know it? He said, yes, behave like you don't know it. So, I now started trying it. When Pastor sharing the message, I know, I know the scripture. I said, mm, 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 mm. You know what I went As I started doing that, my heart was opening. I started assimilating it. And I realized I didn't know the scripture. You see, in this kingdom, we don't call something a secret because you didn't know it before. It is a secret because it is veiled. You can know something, but it's still a secret because it is veiled. <laughs> when a veil is not taken off your eyes, you can pray to Jesus about Jesus. Check Luke 24. Today, hot, 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 hot. <laughs> Oh, you know that song? May we never, may we never lose our wonder. May we never lose our wonder. Wide-eyed and mystified, may we be just like a child, staring at the beauty of our King. May we never lose our wonder. May we never lose our wonder. No, I hear the lyrics of the song. He said, he said, he said, may we never lose our wonder. Let's not be so used to Jesus. Let's not be so used to church. He said, may we never lose our wonder. May we never lose our wonder. 
He said, wide-eyed and mystified. May we be just like a child. Staring at the beauty of our King. Ah. May we never lose our wonder. May we never lose our wonder. Wide-eyed and mystified. May we be just like a child. Staring at beauty of our King. May we never lose our wonder. Cause you are beautiful in all your ways. You are beautiful in all your ways. Hey! You're beautiful, you're beautiful. You are beautiful in all your ways. Oh, you are beautiful in all your ways. You're beautiful. Oh God. 